The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. Good afternoon, and um, thank you for joining the City Council special meeting. Um, we are doing a hybrid um, again. We have uh, three of the council people in house, and we have two that are joining by Zoom, but I still would like for us to um, do a roll call and also just say uh, your location. Oh, yeah, roll call. <laughs> Roll call, Mayor Garrett. Here in Lathrop Village, Michigan, Oakland County. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor. Here in Lathrop Village, Oakland County, Michigan. Councilmember Ferguson. Here, Lathrop Village, Oakland County, Michigan. Councilmember Medley. Here, Stony Brook, New York, Suffolk County. And council members here, Lathrop Village, Michigan, Oakland County. Madam Mayor, you have a quorum. Thank you very much. Now I invite everyone to say the Pledge of Allegiance. Allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Have um, someone make a motion for the approval of minutes? I mean, agenda. Approval of agenda. Second. It's been moved and second. Is there any discussion? Anything that needs to be changed? Hearing none, roll call, please. Roll call. Councilman Mayor Garrett. Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor. Yes. Councilmember Medley. Yes. And Councilmember Sadiq. Yes. Motion carried for approval. Thank you. Now we come to the part on the agenda for public comments for items that's on the agenda. You are limited to speak for three minutes. Is there anyone? that would like to uh, speak. Any hands raised? Come up to the microphone, please. Good evening. Good evening. And I did not know you were having a meeting until I came up to take care of some business uh, this afternoon. Uh, I, I understand this is a special meeting. Yes. Yes, and by law, we have to give an 18-hour notice, and so it was posted downstairs. Um, it was posted on our website. Yeah. Um, and where else would it be posted? Well, then... 
Yeah, so by law, we posted it where we were supposed to for 18 hour, you know, 18 hour notice. Uh, we now have to uh, give notice to come to village, uh, village uh, meetings and speak. No, we have to have, we have to give the residents 18 hours notice in advance for special meetings in which what we did by law, that's what we had to do. Now, how did you do it other than posting? So we posted it on the website and then we also posted it downstairs as how we usually do the meetings, how we post them. Now, I would like to know, uh, there are some changes uh, in Lakewood since I've been here. Um, I'm concerned I'm out in the community and things are going away from what they used to be. Number one, I'm concerned about the, the garbage. The okay, let me stop you right there because right now the only thing we're gonna be discussing for public speaking, for the public comments, mm -hmm. is what's on the agenda tonight. Where is the agenda? The agenda is right there on the edge of the table. There'll be an opportunity for public comment. Yes, there is another at the end of the meeting. At the end of it. At the end of it. Yes, ma'am. Well, maybe what I want to address will be at the end. That's fine. I mean, if you want to talk about anything regarding the election and the affidavits of the election, then you are more than welcome to speak. Otherwise, I would ask um, just to wait until after we do our action items. Okay. okay. Thank you. Are there any? Oh, it looks like Marvin Moore has his hand up. Now, can you hear me? Yes, sir, I can. I just have one question. Does an affidavit of intent have to be turned in before the election deadline? It has to be turned in by the election deadline. Thank you. You're welcome. Is there anyone else that would like to be heard for the public comments that is regarding what is on the agenda this evening? There anyone that wants to be heard? Okay, hearing none, uh, close the public comments and go into the action request for consideration and approval. The first one um, that we have coming up is regarding the discussion review of affidavits of identity and nominating petitions. We have had um, quite a few emails, phone calls, um, FOIA requests regarding the affidavit, uh, the affidavits of identity and the nominating uh, petitions. After receiving so many, and some of them having the same question at hand, I decided to ask the rest of the council for us to get together and to discuss this. It's come up where there are quite a few affidavits of identity that are incorrect and they were done improperly according to the statutory law from the secretary of state of michigan correct i'm just looking over to our city attorney so he can tell me when i'm speaking out of turn so far so good good thank you so one i want to thank everyone that um sent in their concern because that caused all of us to now review all of the affidavits of identity and the nominating petitions. 
So after, after reviewing all of the affidavits of identity, and let me make it very clear what the affidavit of identity is. That is I that is you swearing or a um, attesting attesting to you being who you are. And according again to Mish law, which you can find this on, I think it's also in our packet, the actual um, election administrator's manual. Every part of the affidavit of identity has to be filled out, even the bubbles. Even if you think we know where you live at, that's not for the city to put in your address or anything else. That is the responsibility of the candidate to fill it out in its entirety. And we have four um, affidavits of identity that have come up that are incorrect according to Michigan state law. And the four that came up is one, Greg Ruff Rubelo. Thank you. And from a couple of emails that we received, it's because of. I'm sorry. He, 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 didn't, he didn't check the partial, the partial term or the. Well, I think there, there, are, there are varying levels of deficiency on some of the my recommendation to the city council, because there have been some questions raised uh, about the transparency of, of this process and the individuals making these decisions, uh, I'll, I'll stop short of calling them accusations, but, but there have been some questions raised. So my recommendation to council, in, in lieu of going through these individually themselves or directing the appointed election commission which constitutes myself, the city clerk, and a member of council who has subsequently resigned since her appointment. My recommendation would be that council um, engage a private firm uh, to review these and issue a written opinion that the election commission can then receive their written opinion and act accordingly based upon that. That eliminates uh, any questions or, or doubt that any of the applicants or any of the candidates may have as to who's evaluating their affidavits and their, and their nominating petitions. Excuse me, Mayor. Um, I'm getting a note that it's hard to hear. Scott, I don't know if you have your... I'll take, I'll take my mask off and check me down the corner anyways. But, All right. Uh, so yeah, just uh, just to summarize briefly what I said for those that couldn't hear me, my recommendation to council would be to engage an outside firm to review all the affidavits and all the nominating for their compliance with the state election laws, the city charter, and uh, any, any other county directives that may be pertinent to this election. Uh, I would ask that they prepare a written opinion letter and provide that letter to both the city council as well as the city election commission so that the city election commission and council could act in accordance with, with their opinion. Again, I think that this is appropriate and necessary given some of the questions that have been raised with respect to the process, who's evaluating it, and who's making those determinations. So that, that would be my recommendation this evening that, that council authorize the city to engage uh, a private firm to, to conduct that review. So, okay. I was just saying, would, would that review be all or just the ones that we've received complaints upon or petitions and affidavits, all of them? What's your recommendation there? My recommendation would be for them to review all of them. There, there's not an incredible, I believe there's seven, seven total. Yeah. Um, 
less than 100 pages worth of document total. Again, there, there is a time period uh, with which to challenge signatures on the nominating petition. That time period has passed. We didn't receive any challenges to any of the signatures uh, as part of the uh, part of the, the request that we did receive. So um, it, it would be it would simply be a review of the affidavit and the candidate information that was provided or in some instances was not provided. So the um, which I agree that it has to go there. I think that there should also be um, allow the election commission to do their job also to be able to go over this and, and give that information to whatever law firm. I think that also that we have an issue going on that when I spoke to the director of elections for Oakland County, we are under the a, a time limit also for um, getting this resolved because if I'm not mistake. Um, Madam Clerk, did you already send out, or you did you do something with the proofs already? If I'm not mistaken. Uh, uh, proof, but we have done. We have. Uh, I've done an order for ballot, so I've ordered them, but we have not received the proof, and that's the order in which we do. We order how many we need for absentee and how many we need for live voters but we'll get the proof soon. So when I'm speaking with um, uh, Mr. Roselle, he gave an idea of that we need to make a decision like by Tuesday. Right, right, yes. Yeah, this week? Yeah, yeah. like tomorrow. tomorrow. Yes, so my, uh, my other concern would be, can we enlist a uh, independent uh, law firm within 24 hours? I think we can. I, uh, I, I reached out uh, today to Russell Long, who is a, a large firm. Uh, they do have several attorneys on staff that are election specialists. Um, the city has utilized them in the past for some other matters. Um, I, I, the attorney that I spoke with here today was more than willing to help the city out with this and indicated that it, it would be a relatively quick turnaround. Okay. Um, so I, I do believe it would be possible. Uh, I, I don't know if they could have a written opinion issued by tomorrow, but I, I do think by the end of the week, we should have something back from them uh, with clear direction on how to move forward. Okay. Anyone, anyone's thoughts on? There's a question asked in the chat that and I'm interested to do. What were the other three that were filled out incorrectly? What are the remaining three that are? So here's the, what's interesting is there's not really there's only a couple out of the seven if you know I may speak uh, freely there's only two from what I saw and what I also talked through with the director of uh, um, elections there's only two that are completely filled out correctly and that would only be Jalen Jennings and Bruce Cantor completely filled out correctly. You're talking about the affidavit of identity. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because on the on the petitions, I think I think everyone had at least some mistake. I don't know which, whether all those mistakes are, you know, or any I don't know which of those mistakes are are essentially fatal mistakes versus uh, allowable mistakes. And that's again something that would have to be assessed by the election attorney. But um, but I think everybody's had a mistake on the on the petition. Yeah, and, and that's why I think it's important to have an independent agency do that review, uh, because as you just said, uh, Bruce, that there, there are some, 
some errors on these things that are not fatal to invalidating a petition or an affidavit, whereas others are. Uh, and I, I would prefer, just for the sake of transparency, that, that that be an outside entity make that determination. So I'm fine with that. Is you know, I just want to make sure that we get this um, taken care of before the the proofs are made, and that it ends up being a cost to the city to redo the proofs. So I'm fine with that. That that takes a lot off of my uh, shoulder, and I feel fine with that. Um, Motion. Or there's not a motion for it. That's just a discussion and review. Right. So, right. So, Scott, what's the next step here? So, you're reaching out to, you already reached out to Butts along, and then they're again going to gather up all these affidavits and then review. And then by Friday, Thursday, we will have results for a, a write up. And then at that point, we reconvene here or? Yes, that, that would be, um, I just about your availability. To do it, I didn't provide them with any of the information, any of the, the documents or anything okay. uh, until council had made that determination. Um, yeah, that that is that is my anticipated um, path, though, is to, to would be counsel to direct uh, myself and Cheryl to engage, uh, whether it be Buffalo Lawn or another entity, to, to conduct that review and with with the understanding that it, it needs to be done expeditiously, uh, and then. There's also the, the issue of appointing a council member to the election commission because uh, Donna Stallings did uh, resign her position and, and she was the council liaison on that body. So my recommendation would be that uh, we council direct and authorize us to, to engage that entity, that a new member be appointed to the election commission service and that a, a follow-up meeting be scheduled uh, once we do have, once we've received that written opinion uh, could be a, a joint meeting of council and election commission or, or just how tonight's schedule uh, and then that the appropriate action be taken at that time based off whatever that review letter indicates. All right, so we'll need, we'll need two actions, right? One one to appoint the election commissioner and one to authorize the, the, the legal opinion. The, okay, correct. So um, you give us the motion to um, authorize okay. this to go to a outside uh, Offer. Yeah, I'll, I'll make a motion to uh, consult with that. Look, we go. Huh? I just thought about it. Should it be you that makes that motion, or does it not matter? It, it doesn't matter. I think. I mean, he is a candidate running, but his his petition and affidavit would also be subject right. to scrutiny. So. Okay, I just want to make sure because. Yeah, I'll make a motion that that uh, all uh, candidate uh, affidavits of identity and nominating petitions for the November second, twenty twenty one election. Uh, be sent to uh, uh, election legal counsel uh, for review and determination um, of, of, of whether or not any candidates need to be uh, disqualified. Second. It's been moved and second. Is there any discussion regarding this? I just want to say that I think that that is an, um, an excellent way to resolve this. And so um, we are um, not, the, it's only going to be a recommendation. And whether the election um, commission decides to take it up, that's going to be on them. But it's out of the uh, city council's uh, hands at this time. So um, just to let you know that. So is there any other discussion? Just the timeline. Um, can we have some sort of window? Because obviously we have to circle back here either late this week or Monday to render a decision. 
Yeah, I, again, I'm going to push to have uh, try to have it done as quickly as possible. Um, and do we really need the, the council to be there because this will be an election commission uh, issue? You really don't need the council there. I mean, the election commission is, is the body that will make the determination. Okay. Right. Um, and certainly, um, council will the legal the written opinion will be shared with council, um, so they will have it. So it's not necessary for council to meet, but just the election commission. Okay. okay. Thank you. Good. Any other discussion? Hearing none. Roll call, please. Roll call. Mayor Garrett. Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor. Yes. Council Member Medley. Yes. Council Member Siddiqui. Yes. And Council Member Ferguson. Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. Okay. So next for the action request, we have to appoint a city council member to the election commission for the November 2nd, 2021 general election, and also to be, um, to receive the recommendation from the law office. The two people that cannot be a part of the election commission is both Councilman Siddiqui and Councilman Cantor. So it will be between uh, Councilman Ian Ferguson, Councilwoman uh, Dawn Medley, and myself, which I'm going to also recuse myself from even being in consideration. So it's gonna be up to uh, Councilman Ferguson and Councilwoman Medley. Yeah, and I'll make a motion to um, appoint Don, Don Medley to the election commission as uh, I need to recuse myself, as you said. So does Salim. I think you do too, Mayor. And then uh, I know that uh, Councilman Ferguson has had multiple conversations with some of the candidates. And so to be as objective as possible, I think uh, Don Medley is, is the most objective person on, on council, um, given the situation and the fact that she has uh, no skin in the game. Second. It's been moved and second. Is there any discussion regarding uh, appointing Don Medley, Councilwoman Don Medley, to the election commission? Um, I think Don Medley would like to say something about Ian Ferguson seconding that when he was the only other option. <laughs> <laughs> it happens every year uh, that we end up seconding it for ourselves, and you no. are actually going to be voting on it also. <laughs> And that's that's fine. I understand, and and I appreciate the thought given to that. Thank you, Don. Don I tell you, uh, I've done it multiple times, and it's been very very easy. But uh, this one may be a little more difficult. But thank you for 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 volunteering. Any further discussion? I'm smiling under here. Hearing none. Roll call, please. Roll call. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor. Yes. Council member Medley. Yes. Council member Siddiqui. Yes. Council member Ferguson. Yes. And Mayor Garrett. Yes. Motion carried. Wonderful. So a uh, action requests A, B, and C are all complete. And so we'll go back to public comment and um, still with the three minute limit. So. Um, doctor, you can come back up to the mic. And please understand that the uh, comments are usually just comments and not a whole discussion back and forth. Okay. <clears throat> Thank you so much. I didn't intend to back and forth. It's not my purpose of being here. No my purpose of being here, uh, I'm in the community. 
And <clears throat> I hear a lot of uh, back and forth. And you may know we have a lot of senior citizens in Lathrop at this time. And they're not able to maybe come and see what's posted. They're not able to get on the uh, TV or whatever and pull up different things as you may be able to do younger people. But my concern is we don't know what we used to know. Such as my husband called last Thursday and asked when would the uh, limbs be picked up. He was told they would be picked up on Friday. They're still in the front of my door now. And it makes the neighborhood look very bad. And I would like to know personally, when certain things are supposed to be done. I've been in Lathrop a long time and perhaps you all have too. And we used to be on top of things, knowing what is supposed to be done and when they're supposed to be done. We don't get that anymore, but we're still paying taxes, big taxes. As a matter of fact, my husband paid years as we was uh, the early part of the month. And we would like things to be known because had I not come to pay my water bill today, I would not have known this special meeting. And I wanna to know too, with all of the rain that we've been getting, why did the water bill go up so high? We didn't do anything any differently. So um, I will finish close. <laughs> um, first thing, um, the meetings for city council are every first and third Monday of the month. That has not changed for, I don't know how long it's been there. I'll just, I'll leave it at 14 years because that's how long I've been in this particular community. So that hasn't changed. When it comes to the special meetings, as I was saying earlier, that the mayor can call a special meeting as long as there's 18 hours um, advance notice for the residents. This was an extenuating circumstance, which thank God we don't have a lot of them. So I can't even remember when we, we had another special meeting um, prior to this. So this was an anomaly that we had to have a special meeting regarding the upcoming election. And then by law, it like I was saying, is that it just has to be posted in the lobby. And then we did put, a, put it on the website for um, the residents. The way that we conduct business now is the exact same way that we have always conducted business and have extended it because before we weren't posting on, on the internet. We weren't posting on social media. We were doing everything by posting in the lobby. We didn't make phone calls. We didn't send, uh, I'm, I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, anyone, that we didn't send out any notices. But from what I remember, we didn't send out notices for um, council meetings. So you're getting something extra. One thing that the census also showed us is that we've heard the argument about people not having the internet and not able to get onto Zoom and not to be a part of uh, our meetings. The census came out to show us that in Lakeland Village alone, 99.2% of the residents have internet. 
So I'm not sure how more or much more. If you have suggestions, which one of the candidates that's um, running, when I listen to his platform, which um, Dr. Mitchell is looking into, is to start doing massive texting to our residents to make sure that you are um, in tune or you are up to date with everything. So the second one was the limbs. Lather Village is not in contract with Stringali directly. Our contract is through Sakura, which is the South Oakland, Re Re South Oakland County Resource. Resource in there's an A that no one, <laughs> authority. Thank authority, you. Yeah, authority, that's authority, authority. Right so that is who we get our uh, trash pickup through. That's who the contract is through through Sakura along with numerous other communities. So because they are working not just with Lathrop, but they're working with numerous other communities. So granted, we have our um, limb pickup is usually, it's not Friday. Friday, Friday, Friday morning is uh, That's truck, truck shredding. Branch, chipping. Branch, yes, chipping is Friday. Um, so it's usually on that day. I've personally talked to the director of Tringali and because just like what you're saying, the massive storms that came through, numerous, numerous communities have limbs down. Also, which I found out is that DTE came around and also cut down numerous trees. And so the people that are doing the chipping are behind. That has nothing to do with Lathrop Village. That has to do with the fact that we had storms and this particular company that was contracted through Sakura is backed up. Then on top of that, to make matters worse, they had a truck go down. So they are very limited. And I had a long conversation with one of the guys that was out chipping. They worked the whole week, all the way from Sunday to Sunday to try to play catch up. And they're still trying to play catch up. So I think that was the third one was a water bill. So the water bill had an increase, which was in your, your town magazine. I wrote about it. There's a whole page, I think that is from spring. I don't know what year, what year we in? Spring 2021. Yeah. And then it was also in the new year, uh, your town, again, on the website. Again, we posted it. I think they had a fabulous whole uh, display of why the water bill uh, went up. And that was because of the infrastructure, the infrastructure improvements. Right, and so your bill should have went up approximately $10.58. And I can't remember what the minimum bill is. I think it's, it's about $60. So you would not get a bill that is lower than roughly, and I'm saying approximately, because I know I have it. It's written in one of one of my um, your town memos. And I want to say in my brain, I'm thinking 5708, but I don't know if that's No, no that it, it was 5408 before the, the additional 10 dollar surcharge and then the slight increase that we had in rates. So I think it's around 60. I think I got mine, which was the minimum last month. It was like six, I want to say it was like 6009, something like that. Do you know do you know exactly what it is, Cheryl? Exactly. I can look it up. This is Pam and I do for minimum bill at 67.22, but that also does, is dependent on your meter size too, because your meter size is um, based at a different rate too. But the one I'm looking at right now on my computer was for a minimum bill was $67.22, and that's for a three quarter inch meter.
one other question. Yes, ma'am. We have in my community have called the city and the phone calls go to the police station. So I would have to know when you called, at what time, and then what phone number that you called to be able to truly address what happened, because that's not normally how we don't, it doesn't go to the police station. But when I, and I'm not saying yours didn't, I'm just saying, I just need some more facts around it so I can investigate it to figure out why that happened. I know we also had an issue with our phones being down. And I don't know if that's why it bounced over to um, the police station. I have no idea. So if you can give me the date that you called. Well, it was more, we call the uh, city and it goes to the police station. I would, you know, if you want to show me the phone number that you're calling, because I've called up here myself and it goes right into the administration. Now I'll say you'll get lost in a phone tree, but it's it goes to the administration and not to the police station. So we can look at the phone number to see what you're calling. How will I get it to you? We can talk after this is over. I'll stay around. I don't have the number. I'll give you the number. I'll give you my card. And then that way you can stay in touch with me and we'll get a result. I will. That's it. That's all? Oh, okay, that was easy. <laughs> Thank you. Kelly, there was also a question now Marvin Moore had in the in the chat. Could we consider that during the open session here or call on him? Sure, he can come to um be turned this mic can be turned on. Marvin Moore, did you want to speak? Still on mute. Sorry. I'm sorry. I was just wondering if all but two people are eliminated, then what happens? Then you have an opportunity. If, if you're talking about the partial terms, then you'll have opportunity to either A, appeal the choice, or B, be a write in. Thank what you. What you would need. You're welcome. There was someone else in the um, Oh, okay. Was there anyone else that had any uh, comments? Does not have to be what's on the um, agenda. All right, mayor and council comments. Council. No comments from anybody on the council? No. Oh, and I have no, no, oh, go ahead, Don. So I just want to make sure that um, I understand the process for my role. And so I'd like to ask, it's not really a comment, but that Scott follow up with me to just so make sure gonna, that I'm doing. For you, you're going to hang back with Scott and Yvette and uh, whoever else is in the audience who would like to hang back also um, will stay on the Zoom. Is that going to be the way we're doing it? And uh, Scott will, Scott or Yvette will give you your instructions at that time. Thank you. You are very welcome. Anybody else? Hearing none. Make right. a motion to adjourn. Second. It's been moved and seconded. Thank you for everybody coming in. Um, and Dawn, Scott, Yvette, don't forget to stay on. Thanks. Have a good night, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. See you later.
Okay, this is Yvette Talley speaking, the city clerk. Uh, Mr. City Attorney, is it okay for me to start the meeting? I can't, oh, I can't hear anyone. I can hear you. Yep, I couldn't hear. I'm sorry, Mr. City Attorney, the juice. I could not hear you. Oh yeah, you're on mute. Okay. <laughs> okay, can you hear? I mean, I could go in the other room that way. I'm the only one in, in person in here. <laughs> I can hear you, Scott. You can, okay. All right, yeah, we're ready to go with that. Okay, okay. I would like to call the meeting for of the Lake Village Election Commission meeting and the time is 6.49. And I will do a roll call. Commissioner Baker. Scott Baker, present from Lather, City of Lathrop Village, Oakland County, Michigan. See you later. And Commissioner Medley. Don Medley, Stony Brook, New York, Suffolk County. And I'm Yvette Talley, City Clerk. And my location is uh, McKinney, Texas, Collins County. Okay, that was roll call and an approval of the agenda, please. So moved. Second. Roll call for the approval of the agenda. Commissioner Medley? Yes. I'm voting yes. Mm -hmm. And Commissioner Baker? Aye. Motion carried. Item number four are the uh, would be the action request for consideration with approval, and it says a review and determination of candidate submissions for the November second, twenty twenty one general election. I make a motion to table this item until we've received the written legal opinion from outside counsel uh, evaluating the nomination petitions. 
and affidavits of identity. I would like to second that. It's been moved and second. Roll call, Commissioner Medley to table. Yes. I'm voting yes, Commissioner Baker. Aye. Motion carried to table this item. Item number five is public comment. Is there anyone present who would like to speak? Madam Clerk, you have no hands raised. Thank you. Nothing in the uh, chat or anything? No. Okay. Wait. Jason, okay, this is Jason. Can you hear me? Okay. Uh, I was. Uh, I, you may have mentioned this at part of the council meeting that I missed, but I'm curious what um, how the third party legal counsel selected. Uh, could you repeat that last three words you cut out? How will you be selecting the third party legal counsel that you'll be using to review the affidavits? So I've, I've reached out to Butzel Long, uh, who is a large firm. They do have attorneys on staff that are election law experts. Um, that's who I was going to contact. I've already inquired as to their availability. They, they did indicate they are available to, to review this. So uh, counsel did not specify uh, which firm they just requested that it be an outside firm. Okay, thanks. Mr. Moore has his hand raised as well. Yeah, I just have a question for Scott. When will the potential candidates be notified if they are good or that they've been eliminated? So as soon as we get that opinion letter uh, back, we will call another special meeting of the election commission. And at that point in time, the term we made by the body. I'm sorry. Uh, as soon as we get that written legal opinion, uh, there'll be a special meeting of this body and this body will then make that determination based on that written opinion as to which candidates would, would uh, move on or remain on the ballot and those which would be disqualified. We're talking days, weeks, or? I'm hoping by the end of the week. Uh, there, uh, it, it was brought up in a city council meeting with respect to write-in candidates. The deadline just, uh, the deadline to file as a write-in candidate, you need to file what's called the Declaration of Intent, is October 22nd before 4 p.m. So, uh, just so that any anybody out there listening was made aware of that deadline. Would you have to go through the same process as before with getting the um, signatures and everything? No, there's no nomination petition. It's just a declaration of intent to file as a write-in. Uh, those forms should be available downstairs. Cheryl, do you know? Yes, they are. They're, they're located in the city clerk's office. Okay. Yep, those forms are available at the city clerk's office. You can pick pick one up if you're interested. Yeah. 
And that form has to be notarized. You can have it notarized by a notary that you may know, or you can have it notarized in the clerk's office. And if you choose to have it notarized in the uh, clerk's office, there's a $10 fee, just to let everyone know. Are there any other public comments? Any hands raised? No hands raised at this time. I'd like to entertain a motion for adjournment. So moved. I would second. Thank you. Thank you. See everybody later this week. All right. Thanks. Thanks. See you later.